November 3rd, 2023, we're in Masechet Bava Kama and Daf Bet Amud Bet. If you count from the bottom of the Amud up, we're about seven lines from the bottom, maybe eight lines from the bottom. It said the Gemara two words before the end of the line. Ela toldotehen lav kayose bahen de amaraf papa ahaya? Question mark. Now, again, the context goes as follows. What we established at the top of the Amud over here, and as I told you, we're going to follow through the conversation throughout the first several conversations in the Gemara with this heading. The question will be, when it comes to nizikim, to damages, when do we state that toldotehen lav kayosebahen? That's translated as, when do the subcategories not match the category itself? When it came to Kedin, the goring, where we had several derivatives, we just spoke about them, not only with the horn, but pushing with the body and kicking with the foot and so forth, all of those were examples of subcategories of Kedin, of goring. And all of them, the Gemara said, shared common denominators with Kedin. Our understanding was there's no reason to distinguish between their obligations, their liabilities, and Kerin, the goring liability and obligations. And in turn said the Gemara, it has to be that they're identical. They're going to have, the example we gave is, three times until they are liable for full amount of damage. Just like Kerin will, there's no difference between them because we can't imagine any qualitative difference. It might be a different action, ones with the horns and the other ones with the flesh of the body, Eddie, right? But ultimately speaking, what I'm talking about is an action which is not as common as something like regel, which is trampling the land, and it has kavana lehazik, its purpose is to damage, and I, I liken it in turn to the goring case of the Torah, the keren of the Torah, can't find a reason to distinguish. But Rav Papa's words were, at the top of the Amud, that sometimes the subcategories, what we call the Toladot, are not identical to the Avot. They don't have the same laws. They don't follow the exact same structure. What case was he talking about? So we crossed off our list, Keren, but we've got a lot more to test out. Ela toldotehen lav and that statement that Rav Papa had, that sometimes the derivatives, the subcategories, are not the same as the avot, as the category. Ahaya, um, what was he saying it about? He was saying it about something. He said sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. So says the Gemara, ilema ahane, maybe you'll say, and this is what I just spoke out with you, maybe you'll say it's on these. Ilema is a compound word. It's e lema. Lema in Aramaic means to say. E lema means if you'll say. If you'll say ahane, on these. Al elu, on the ones that we just talked about. Keren, can't understand the difference. Maishena keren, why would you distinguish? Why would you say keren is different? The goring case from the Torah, after all, its features are, number one, kavanatol lehazik, its purpose, its intention is to damage, umamoncha, it belongs to you, ushmirato alecha, and as a result, you have obligation to safeguard it. Hanename, all the examples we gave, and we discussed them again today briefly, kavanatan lehazik, umamoncha, ushmiratan alecha, they have identical features. Intention to damage, um, your property, uh, responsibility to safeguard them. I said, can't be. Can't be that Rav Papa was referring to Keren, the Goring, and its derivatives, its subcategories, when he said that sometimes, it must be that much like the laws of Shabbat, where the fathers, the Avot, and the children, the Toladot, have identical laws, so too when it comes to Keren, identical laws. 
as we discussed the details uh, separately, and again, that's not Karen's off the board. It's Todotein Kayotzebain. But Rav Papa had this statement. It was a mysterious statement. He said, sometimes Todotein Lav Kayotzebain. Sometimes the subcategories, the derivatives, are not the same as the father, as the category. Chika Marav Papa Ashin he must have instead been referring to, and again, we don't know this per se, we're suggesting. If it's not Keren, maybe it's Shin and Regil. Let's quickly remember, I mean, the Gemara will tell us very quickly, what's Shin and Regil? Shin is Kavana, is Hana'ah. The intention or what the animal derives from whatever they're doing is benefit. They derive a certain pleasure. So the easiest example that the Gemara will understand is the explicit one in the Torah is when the animal is eating from someone else's field. That's shin. Regel is the most typical damage that an animal will do, and it is trampling the field. I will have to see what's the derivative of that, what's the subcategory. But the Gemara is suggesting now, maybe when it comes to those two, that's what the statement of Rav Papa of sometimes the categories don't match the subcategories. Must have been Regel and Shen. Well, we're going to have to start first things first. Number one, where do you find them in the Torah? Number two, what is the Torah? Now, exactly what we did in Keren, we have to now do that in Shen and Regel, says the Gemara, Shen ve Regel, Hecha Kitibe, question mark. Shen and Regel, Hecha, where, Ketive, are they written in the Torah? If it's an Av, it means it's in the Torah, it's not rabbinic. Where do you have a Pasuk that refers us to that, Ditanya? Ditanya means, as we learned in the Beraita, cites from a Pasuk in Parashat Mishpatim. So the Pasuk says the following, Ki yav'er ish sadeh o kerem, v'shilach et be'iro ubi'er aher. So the Pasuk describes destruction of someone else's field or vineyard, sending forth, it sounds like, be'iro, as cattle, ubi'er bisteaher, and that cattle, that thing, went and destroyed someone else's field. What's the liability, says the Torah? Metav sadehu, metav karmo yeshalem, you pay the highest value of land in order to make up for it. Uh, so that's the reference in the Torah. That's correct. Right now, what does destroys mean? Well, as destroys might mean regal, might mean trampling even. Uh, the Gemara is going to deal. It also says vishilah. I'm quoting one pasuk to potentially find both of these. Vishilah, setting forth, and then a separate action of ubi'ir. The Gemara is going to have to struggle with this to try to figure out and how it determines exactly what it is. We'll see much of it. Titania, vishilah, zeharegel. So the Gemara begins with that word. So the word is vishilah, and he sends forth. Sends forth, you send forth, lo'aleinu, your animal into someone else's field. What does that mean? You send forth, and the understanding is the sending forth causes a damage immediately. How did it cause damage immediately? It must have trampled the field. Zeharegel, that's regel. Vechen hu omer, not only is it this reading of the Pasuk, the way we just suggested it, we can uh, derive uh, support for this from other Pesukim, where we compare, and we're familiar with this all the time in the Gemara, you have a word, we did this earlier in the Amud, you have a word over here, you have that same word elsewhere, what did the word mean elsewhere? I could learn from context clues. Earlier we did it with Keren, remember? What's Keren? I know the Pasuk says, Bechor shoro hadalo karnav. I know that Keren must be, Bahem Keren and Negiha in the Torah are defined as one and the same. 
over here, what does it mean when it says vishilah? What sort of action is that? So we have a pasuk that we cite, which says in it, in, in Yeshayahu, sending forth the feet of the regel, of, excuse me, the feet of the shore or the hamor, which means to say vishilah and vishilah. Same word, same shorish. It in turn teaches me that vishilach is a reference to the feet which cause damage. Okay, so that's regel in the Torah. Again, that was what, what's that? It's like a gezerah shavah. It's more what we called earlier gilui milta. In other words, we're not per se learning a law from that pasuk in Yeshaya. We're rather defining a word. The pasuk in the Torah talks about a field or a vineyard. I mean, what's the difference? By extension, it could be, I don't know, whatever you make up, the baseball field as well, you know, whatever. In other words, as well, that's just going to be higher value, no, no question. <clears throat> but the next words in the Pasuk, so again, the Pasuk says, Vishilahet Be'iro. So the sending forth we're understanding as being regal. Uh, why? Well, first and foremost, immediate uh, damage. Secondly, the pasuk that says, But the next words in the pasuk say, And now, uh, Jeffrey's question, who said, which I translated, I think, properly as destroyed, who said that means with its mouth? Zohashin. That means with its mouth. Uh, who's that? Maybe it's a continuation of what we read earlier. If you tell me the first word in the Pasuk, Vishilach, is referring to the feet trampling, who said Ubi'ir is any different? Maybe it means something else. Omer, it sounds like a broad word, not so fast. Omer, we have a Pasuk again, which is going to be Megaleh, to reveal to us what this means. Ka'asher Yeva'ir Haggalal Ad Tumo. So the Pasuk refers to a destruction of Galal until its very end. Well, what does Galal mean? Apparently it has something to do with the tooth. I mean, otherwise it's not a proof. We're saying that Shin, which means tooth, which means the mouth, is derived from Ubi'ir. We cited a Pasuk, Clearly, Haggalal is going to have something to do with the tooth. Why? Why is that word a reference to the tooth? Rashi at the top of the Amut here on Daf Gimal gives one of two suggestions as to how to translate the word Galal. First answer, first explanation says Rashi is Hainu top of Daf Gimal Amudalf, Hainu Shin. Galal means tooth. Shepa'amim migula, upe'amim mechusa, uchtibe yeva'er. So he says, Galal means half exposed and half not exposed, sometimes open, sometimes not. Which part of your body is, or an animal's body, is sometimes open and sometimes not. Gilui means expo- exposed. Galui means something that's exposed. Galal, his understanding is, well, it's a little bit of a mixed up galui. It's somewhat open, sometimes not. When we open our mouths, you see our teeth. When we keep our mouths closed, our teeth are concealed. As a result, maybe that's the reference to a tooth or teeth, galal, something that's sometimes revealed, sometimes concealed. Alternatively, Rashi says, and this is the easier translation, it's difficult in context, he says, Lishna Aharina, two lines from the top, galal ze re'i. Uh, galal really does generally refer to excrement. It's the dung of the animal. What does that have to do with the teeth? 
שהשן מבערת למאכל ונעשית גלל כמו גלי אדם גלי בהמה. Alternatively, the word גלל is a reference to the dung of the animal, which of course only came about because the animal ate. So כאשר יבער, and the פסוק saying, הגלל עטומו is a reference to what is a result of the שן. Either way you slice it, what the Gemara is suggesting is that the word ובער in the פסוק, in the Torah, in פרשת משפטים, is a reference to שן. What's the, what's the way we derive that? From this pasuk here in Sefer Melachim. Right, that's what we have. So we can suffice perhaps with that for now, but we won't. The word is fire, and then we're bringing the oven fire, and then we're bringing a secretive word in the beginning to explain the U.A. and the Torah that is. Yeah, because I hear you. Jesse asked that if... It, yeah. it derives from the same shodesh. Yeah, but be'iro means your destructive thing, and we refer to your cattle as such. Tav'ira um, means the destructive place, it means they died with, with fire. You're right, I mean, it, ultimately it's a little confusing, but what I'm telling you is it can't mean fire over here because the Torah talks about ish separately, right there in that same parasha. So be'iro seems clearly it's your destructive force, which is not fire. It is a little confusing that our Mishnah calls fire Hev'er when the Pasuk is referring to Be'iro with anything but it. Yeah, back to rabbinic versus biblical terminology, you know, confusing us. All right, says the Gemara, all right, I have lots of technical legwork to do. That principle is beautiful, Vishilah meaning Regel, Ubi'er meaning Shin, but uh, I have a lot of questions. Um, says the Gemara, first and foremost, Amar Mor, let's return to what was stated earlier. Those words, Amar Mor, in the Gemara, as we always point out, means the master said, and the way it used to work is they would be studying Torah together. One person would recite a Beraita. He would recite a Beraita and then they would dissect it. The rabbi would lead it and they'd have a conversation about it. Amar Mor means the, the, the master of ceremony who mentioned that Beraita earlier. Let's go back to what he said. Amar Mor, let's review that. Vishilah Zoharegel. That was the first words of the Beraita. Vishilah was a reference to Regel. Now, here's our question. Here's our way of, of explaining and dealing with this. The only reason that we explain the word Vishilah and he sent forth as a reference to Regel is because of that other Pasuk in Isha'aya. The Pasuk in Isha'aya said, Had it not been that I had that other Pasuk in Isha'aya, clearly you would have interpreted this word differently. How so? In other words, if I'm opening up to a pasuk in the Torah and I'm explaining it to you, and I say, you want to know what the word Bereshit means? Bereshit means in the beginning. I say, how do you know? I either say, well, you have another interpretation? I'm telling you that's what I mean. Or alternatively, before you give me a different interpretation, I cite another pasuk where the word Bereshit means in the beginning. Why'd you have to do that, Rabbi? It's as if you were preempting that we may have said that the word Bereshit meant something different. So the Gemara says over here, if the Beraita needed to support the notion that Vishilach he sent forth is Regil from a Pasuk in Yeshaya, you would have thought differently. What would you have thought? Had you not brought that Pasuk from Yeshaya, how would you have established, what, have you, what would you have suggested that word Vishilach means? Ikerin, you're not going to tell me it meant goring. After all, we're talking about an animal. Uh, so what sort of actions? Goring? 
can't be goring. Ketib, we already have a pasuk. We have two pasukim by goring. Ki gach, ki gof. Those are the pasukim we learned about yesterday. Ishin, maybe it's the pasuk, maybe the pasuk when it says vishilach is not a reference to the trampling. It's rather a reference to the eating, the destructive nature in terms of getting benefit. Ishin, uh, ketib, we also have a pasuk for that. Uh, what's that? That's the next words in the pasuk. Ubi'ed. So what would you have thought? Do you have some other destructive nature of an animal that you maybe would have mistaken the, mistakenly said that the word vishilach is referring to that? Istarich. Says Gemara, you needed, couldn't have just said, listen, I know Shin and I know Keren. What else does vishilach mean? It must mean, no, no, no. Istarich. It would have arisen to your mind to say, idivi idi ashen. You would have opened to this pasuk in the Torah and said, well, the pasuk says, Vishilah, says it sends forth. And then the pasuk says, Ubi'ir, and it destroyed. I would have said they're part of, or two sides of, or two types of, better yet, Shin. What two types of Shin can you come up with? Well, there are different types of destructive nature while I derive benefit, when my animal derives benefit. For example, Rashi's example, we'll read it in the Gemara in a moment. Rashi says, what if it's a difference between it goes and it eats from a vegetable patch that's not going to then regrow itself? In other words, it's seasonal, and once it ate from it, you lost the whole patch. That's very, that's very detrimental. Alternatively, it goes and it munched on uh, some, uh, some tomatoes. Wait a few more weeks. I'm no tomato gardener, but I know this, I think. And the tomatoes will, will be there again. Maybe I would distinguish. Maybe I would say the only time the animal is liable is if it's the words in the Gemara, mechalia karna, it entirely destroys the bushel. You won't be able to derive any benefit from it any longer, as opposed to when it's just temporary. Maybe then it wouldn't be liable. That's why I would maybe need in the Pasuk two references. You understand? In other words, the Pasuk says, vishilah ubi'ir. Uh, maybe that's what, maybe they're both talking about Shane. Well, why would you need two of Shane? Because I maybe would have made the mistake to say that the only time you're liable in Shane is when you have an absolute destruction. If it's a temporary destruction, maybe not as much. Uh, Tosafot tweaks Rashi a little bit and doesn't understand it. Tosafot says, ultimately speaking, if it ate my tomatoes, well, then I didn't benefit from my tomatoes. You would have thought I'm not liable in such a situation. Tosafot says, instead, maybe the two types are when it eats and it's gone, that's the more severe one, and the less severe one is when it dirties them. It rolls in my uh, stuff. So as a result, it didn't ruin them, but now I have to spray them, and now I need to clean them. So now maybe I wouldn't be, maybe the animal wouldn't be liable then. But ultimately speaking, what the Gemara will now say is, the reason you needed a pasuk to support the notion that vishilah, sending forth, is referring to regel, the trampling, is because I would have perhaps said they're both referring to shin. Now, says both to shin, in other words, the eating, two types of eating. Uh, when the Gemara says, but it's not so, of course, that'll beg the question, so then am I not liable for all types of destructive nature when the animal eats from my field? And if I am, how do you know that? Right, so it says... Certainly, the Gemara will explicitly say that later on. The Gemara will just qu- call it a toleda and not an av. It rolls and it dirties. It's it's got I don't know mud on it. I mean we've seen I don't know. I, I, you know you go to the zoo or something like that and it's all filled and then it's rolling and moving itself around to clean itself off. Apparently that's okay. Cool off might be just as good, but I don't know with your vegetables or your field. But yeah, but I'm using the word scent that you sent the animal. Yes, that sounds like. Great. 
Eli's not here, he took his place. Um, Jeffrey, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jeffrey's already, it's, a, it's, we'll hopefully get there in the Gemara. The next stages in the Gemara are then going to pay attention to that word vishilah. Because ultimately, once we settle this, we're going to say, what does the word vishilah mean? Vishilah sounds like, I keep saying, sent out. Uh, the pasuk says about parol. Pasuk says about parol. Pasuk says about um, hagar. Sending forth with that word, it sounds like it's intentional. What if my animal isn't intentionally sent, but just uh, meanders off? It wanders off. Is that the same halacha? So g- give it a minute or two. We'll deal with that. But here says the gemara, or or a weekend. Says the gemara. Maybe would have thought to say idi means both of these words vishilah and ubi'er ahshin. They're referring to. Here are the words I was referring to. Lechalot means to destroy. It means to end, to finish. One would be referring to when it destroyed entirely. It, it, it consumed the bushel, which won't regenerate. Or alternatively, it ate from something. The other one is either the uh, dirtying it, tosafot, or rashi, eating from the tomatoes, I'm saying. That's what the Pasuk teaches us. Twofold, maybe. They're both referring to Shin. Oh, that being the case, my goodness. Then I have no Pasuk to tell me about Regal. That's why I needed to tell you that when the Pasuk says Vishilach, it's a ref- reference to Regal. How do I know that? Says the Gemara. All right, so now I got it. Vishilach is a reference to. Would be an entire destruction. They'd both be shame. Because they're both beneficial to it. That's that's the suggestion. Um, the punishment for what could be different. Yeah, it'll be determined accordingly. It's whatever the full amount is. It'll be a different amount for sure. So, but both were referenced to shame. Yeah. No, this is the Av. This is the Av. This is the Pasuk in the Torah. You're eating from it. But I eat from one thing. It's not the same value as I eat from the other thing. I eat from a few tomatoes. It's not the same value as eating from the other thing. But you maybe would have thought that if it's the Lamechal Yakarna, it's the tomatoes, or it's just dirtying it, maybe I'm not liable at all. The Hidush is that I am. There's um, no but explanation of the, two, the differences, really. It's a guess, basically. In, in which respect? As to the. Right, because the Gemara just uses those words. Again, we don't know whether there is a difference or not. We're going to ultimately say there's no, there's no distinction. We right now said maybe that's why the Pasuk has a twofold mention. No, 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 I'm telling you, one of them is trampling and one of them's eating. If one of them's eating, now I'm going to ask, well, maybe it's only eating when it's an entire destruction. That's gonna, if that's the case, you're telling me I could just let send my dog to go eat your tomatoes and I'm not liable? I can send my dog to go roll around your, uh, in your yard and I'm not liable? That's what the Gemara says. No, we know that set from a separate Pasuk. Um, uh, 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 I need two references to minor major damages. Sometimes. I got you. I'll tell you why not in a minute. Well, I'll tell you from now. Okay, cause, but I don't know if everyone can catch it. 
Jared Feldman will catch it. Um, the difference is that the word ubi'ed, Rashi suggests, means full destruction. That's what the word, the verb means. Vishilach would never have made me think that way. Once all the dust settles and I say Vishilach is a reference to Vegel, I don't need to make such a qualification. Keren is no such thing as half heavens or regenerating and everything. It's only by Shin where the Pasuk said ubi'ed that we had this sort of question. Do you follow? So you don't need to do it on the others. Says the Gemara, Vehashtad de ukimna, now that we established that the word Vishilach is a reference to Aregel Kama, Shen de la Karna Minalan. If that's the case, if Vishilach, the first word in the Pasuk, is a reference to Regel, you sent it, or we're going to say it even just wandered in and it tramples, it's a reference to Regel. Now the word Ubi'er is referring to Shen, that's the eating. Okay, but maybe it's only eating when it fully destroys. How do I know even when it doesn't f- fully destroy? Answers the Gemara, we have what's called a Hekesh. Dumya de Regel, ma Regel la Shenal mechalia karna, ve la Shenal la mechalia karna. Af Shen, la Shenal mechalia karna, ve la Shenal la mechalia karna. The Gemara suggests that if in the same Pasuk, two types of destruction, Shin, the eating, uh, the beneficial destruction, and Regel, the common trampling type of destruction, are mentioned in tandem, both one right next to the other. We learn laws from one to the other. It's what's called the Hekesh. Hekesh means where they're tied together. How are they, and why are they tied together? To teach you this law. The same way in trampling, we wouldn't distinguish between full destruction or partial destruction. Why wouldn't we? So that's, that's what I was just answering to Jared. No, but I'll say it to you now as well. I'll say it to everyone now. The reason is, I have no real reason to distinguish. As Charlie, to a certain extent, was saying before, if you destroyed, you destroyed. It's only by Shen we raise this question because the Pasuk says Ubi'ed. Ubi'ed is like, to, to put it in English today, obliterate. Obliterate, that makes me, oh, it needs to be fully obliterated. If it's Vishilah and you sent it forth, you're not going to distinguish. You come to say, hey, listen, uh, your tomatoes are going to grow back. What are you talking about? You trampled them. I don't care if they're going to grow back. Only because of the word ubi'ed, we got thrown off on that. Now, the question could be just parenthetically in parentheses over here. Who said that this hekesh is uh, in this direction? Well, if the hekesh is teaching me that the same way that by regel we don't distinguish, so too by shin. Maybe I should go the other way. I should say shin is ubi'ed. It's full destruction. The same way shin is full destruction, so too Regal is only when it's full destroyed. Maybe I should do that. That's Tosafot's question. Tosafot here on the left-hand side, Dibura Matchil Dumya de Regal, Vim Tomar, three lines from the, the, third, the third Dibura Matchil, Venema Ipcha. Let's go in the opposite direction. Let's go that everything has a leniency. The only time reliable by Shin and Regal is when it's fully destructed. Answers Tosafot, the way we go in... Hekesh, as we're only going to be makish, it's a principle Tosafot is deriving from here and elsewhere, is Hekesh goes lechumra. When we're deriving a connection in Pasuk of one to the other, and I have one of two ways to go, I go in the stringent direction for one reason or another, but that's the principle of uh, methodology. Okay, that being the case, we've now established then... In this respect, in this respect, um, Regel is going to be more hamur. Because Regel, we're not going to distinguish, Vishilach, we're not going to distinguish between Mechaliakarna or not. And listen, there will be other things, but for this matter, we're going to go Hekesh in that respect, Lehumra like that. Uh, that's the uh, suggestion of Tosafot. Okay, so we've now dealt with, again, these words in the Pasuk. Uh, we're now going to go on to the second of those two words. Vishilach, we were challenging. We said it means Regel. We said, where would you have learned Regel otherwise? For, okay, we dealt with, uh, we 
dealt with all those details. Now says the Gemara, Amar Mor, back to that same Beraita. And we need to keep going. This is the Jeffrey point. I don't know if we'll get to it. But okay, so I got it. So you're telling me, Ubi'ir. Uh, said Vishilah, we said Israel. The second word in the Pasuk that was important for us was Ubi'ir, and it destroyed Bisteahir. Zo Hashem. You told me that's a reference. The destructive nature is in the beneficial way when it's de- deriving some sort of pleasure from it. That's Shin, that's when it's eating. You cited even a Pasuk from Sefer Melachim. Period. Okay, now says the Gemara, Ta'ama, the reason that you decided that that word Ubi'ir is referring to Shin. It's because I have a supporting pasuk. Bi'ir, yiva'ir, same shoresh, same root, bet, ayin, resh. If one of them is referring to galal, which means eating in some respect, so too does this one. Ubi'ir in our Torah and parashat mishpatim. Halav If you didn't have a way of cross-referencing the pesukim, if I didn't prove it to you bereshit from another place, I would have said differently. Bemayukim nala. What would you have said? How would you have explained ubi'ir differently? Ikeren ketib, iregel ketib. I have a pasuk for keren, kigah, kigof. I have a pasuk for regel, veshilah. What else would this be? Istarich. It's necessary nonetheless to derive it in such a fashion. Salkada atach amina. I maybe would have thought to say idi vidi aregel. The same way we did it earlier in the other direction. Maybe this time I would say that both, both veshilah and ubi'ir are referring to regel. And shin is never hayav. Regel trampled. Why would you have done that? What do you mean? You told me veshilah is regel. Maybe I would have minimized regel. Maybe I would have said you're only sometimes liable for damages for the trampling of your animal. What do you mean? This is the Jeffrey point. Vishilah might mean purposeful when you sent it. What about if it wanders in? Oh, that's what you maybe would have thought to say that vishilah means when you purposefully send it in. Ubi'ir means even when it wanders into someone else's yard and it damages. Oh, maybe that's what you would have interpreted in the pasuk. That's why we need a pasuk to tell me that ubi'ir is not a reference to regel, it's rather a reference to shen. Of course, the final question will be then, so who said that when my animal wanders into your yard, I'm liable? Maybe I'm not. Says the Gemara, it's tarikh. It's necessary to derive from a pasuk that ubi'ir is referring to shin. I would have perhaps thought to say, both this and that, both of these words in the pasuk vishilach and ubi'ir are referring to the trampling nature of destruction. One is referring to when the animal goes on its own. The other, meaning the first one, would be when you sent it. Uh, intentionally, that's what the Pasuk is telling us in our understanding. Vishilah is regel and ubi'ir is shen. I would have otherwise said ubi'ir is also regel. Says the Gemara, okay. Now, the hashtag, okay, ashen, regel does la mimela minalan. Okay, if that's the case now, if you're now telling me that vishilah is a reference to regel and ubi'ir is a reference to shen, how do I know? How am I able to derive? How, where do you see in the text that if my animal, my dog breaks out and goes and damages your car, that I'm liable? Maybe not. Maybe it's only if I sent my dog to, to, to damage your car. Vishilah. Period. Says the Gemara. Again, back to our Hekesh. We're going to go in the Hekesh in the opposite direction. I'm going to summarize everything quickly in a second. But the Gemara says you're going to learn from Shin the same way by Shin, by eating, 
there's no reason for me to believe in reading the Torah when the Torah says that there's a difference between if I sent it to eat or it goes on its own to eat so to by regal even though you may have made the mistake of saying vishilah sounds like more purposeful don't make that mistake the hekesh tells you that they're identical why am I making the hekesh in this direction as opposed to in the opposite direction say that both of them are if it's purposefully sent we go on each of these hekeshes to say you're going to be more liable. So what it means for our purposes, and I'm sorry this was a little bit of a confusing, it's one of these technical gemarot, but so it goes, is that we have two words in the pasuk, vishilah and ubi'ir. Ultimately speaking, it's a little bit more of conversation on the technicalities, but ultimately speaking, we're suggesting Vishilah is referring to Regel, that's the Av, HaKatuv Batora, the category of trampling. Ubi'er is referring to Shin, the eating, the beneficial side of damages. We explained that, and I'm leaving the technicalities aside, that each of them, both Shin and Regel, irrespective of whether they fully destroy to the extent that it's not going to regenerate itself, or it's going to regenerate itself whenever they damage, it'll fix itself, it'll regrow, you're going to be liable. And secondly, irrespective, it doesn't make a difference whether you sent it purposefully in such a fashion, or it just went because you weren't uh, watching over it properly, you're going to be liable as well. Of course, we have a little bit more technicality, and then the Gemara will say, okay, so you gave me the sources in the Pesukim, what are the Toladot? Now, you gave me the Toladot. Is it Toladotem Kayotzeh Bahen? Or Lav Kayotzeh Bahen Baruch Adonai Le'olam? Amen, amen. Behanab Shamarasa Kadosh Baruch